Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. I remember, I'll never forget it. I was literally sitting there in the bathroom. I was going to the bathroom and I was checking my email like most of us do, but never admit, right? (laughs) But uh, I got an email from Jonina saying that the studio was closing. And I quickly responded, I'm so sorry. And I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, if I felt that bad, Mm -hmm. how many other people feel just as bad or more from the yoga studio. And there's no saving it at this point. The decision had been made, you know, there's no, hey guys, maybe it'll close. At that point, I didn't even have the ability to feel sad. I had already been completely maxed out. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what? Maybe I can buy it. Maybe I can keep it open. And she did just that. That was a clip from today's guest, Jessica Rodriguez, and she is the newest studio owner of the West End Yoga Studio here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. One of the things that I noticed that I really wanted to start to incorporate because it was something that was so important to me and one of the pillars and core values that I hold is this sense of community. And I am in this beautiful community that has evolved since my mother's return and father's return in their early 20s when they came back from California and how they watched the city evolve. And I left here in 2006 and now I'm living downtown again in my hometown of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And the immense amount of growth, like, This city has just changed so drastically and I felt like it was really important to start to incorporate that into the show and to develop and grow this sense of learning about community and not necessarily if you are not here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, should you feel excluded because that's not the intention by any means. There is always a sense of inclusion, but I think it's to understand that we all want to support these local businesses. We want to support small businesses. I think one of my biggest frustrations during quarantine, during lockdown, was places like TJ Maxx and places like um, Whole Foods and places like Walmart are thriving, but like this cute little mom and pop shop that has been opened or around the corner in your hometown had to close its doors or this wonderful little art gallery just didn't quite make it or the favorite restaurant you go to that's owned by the local a local couple it just did not make it through pandemic and I think that's something that I want to elevate and open up and expand so I want to talk about a bunch of different locations here in Lancaster Pennsylvania But I also want to incorporate it under this beautiful array and umbrella of the luxury of self-care. 
So if you are new to the podcast because Jessica Rodriguez brought you here or you take class at the West End Yoga Studio and you've never heard the podcast before until it was promoted, welcome to the show. My name's Anastasia. I grew up here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I created this podcast last year in the beginning of pandemic because I felt like it was really important to stay stimulated and to stay motivated and to feel like there was a sense of community even though we were all stuck in our homes. And just Jessica is nothing short of that. This entire interview goes through this extent of feeling a sense of purpose when helping others. And I couldn't connect more being a cancer myself, being born on the 4th of July. I am one of those people that's constantly like, I want to help others. I love watching others succeed. I love seeing them evolve. I love watching that aha moment when I'm teaching someone. So that is one of the biggest things that I hold in this value of being a teacher, an instructor, I like watching my peers succeed and I love leading and seeing that. When I immediately talked to Jessica Rodriguez earlier this year, we had discussed those exact same core values and she incorporates that so much now that she is the newest owner of the West End Yoga Studio. She's also the healthy living director of our local YMCA. She teaches some community classes as well because she doesn't believe that everyone should be excluded if they can't quite have the financial needs to take class because at the end of the day, we kind of throw physical fitness on the back burner of our mind and it leads to a lot of pressure and self-judgment. We've all been there in different points of quarantine and have have struggled with it at least in some point of our life of this self-judgment. And with yoga becoming more aware of our bodies, we can become more in tune with them and feel feel the sense of power in our own self when we see these changes occur. Also, when you belong to a yoga community, even if you don't grow super close with those people you practice with, you still feel the sense of connection, the sense of connection with your teachers or with your classmates. Um, this just really truly helps us combat depression and these feelings of loneliness. And that's something that I myself personally have been feeling when I'm not teaching my clients. I would always love to take a yoga class and I'm missing that sense of community, the energy of the people around me. And it's not because I'm in a class looking in the mirror and seeing people on their mat. It's because I have this general feel as I close my eyes, as I feel their energy, as we're all doing the same movement. It's the same reason why I would go to church in different locations when my parents were going to the same mass. And I thought no matter where I am in the world, they can all still hear the same homily, the same reading. And we're all still listening to the same scripture for the day. So truly, honestly, like that was something that really resonated with me. And I couldn't be more thrilled to welcome Jessica Rodriguez on the podcast. Again, if you're new to the show... If you could, at the end of this episode, hop on over to Apple Podcast, if that's where you're listening to this, please subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Let us know that this was your favorite episode or you're so excited to tune in or maybe a specific topic you would be interested in. And for my listeners that tune in each week, I don't want you to think this is turning into a yoga podcast, but I do believe that there's so many different yoga instructors that just have done such a wonderful 
wonder on my brain, my life, my practice, my soul that I want to share them on the show. And we don't just talk about yoga. We go into detail about being a business owner, being a healer, being a helper, being a leader, understanding how to work a business, understanding how to be a cog in your community. So join in, sit back, relax, and welcome Jessica Rodriguez to the show. I was just thinking this year it would be fun to really go ahead and focus a little bit more on Lancaster since I moved back here. I grew up here. It just seems like there's all these things in Lancaster and what had happened was I was chatting with a girlfriend of mine and I said, yeah, but does that really fall underneath the umbrella of luxury of self-care? But I never wanted to be limited, which is why I said self-care is such a massive umbrella. Yeah. So not only would it be supporting local businesses, but like if you are a startup company, like how do you take care of that? How do you nurture that? How do you grow with that? And just coining it in a way that it falls into that category still opens you up to so much opportunity. So oh, yeah. I, I know, I get it. Yeah. And it's cool because I think there's so much going on in Lancaster. People don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also the healthy living director for the YMCA association out here for oh, both amazing. branches. So I'm constantly like collaborating for wellness with other organizations. And then with the studio, I own the studio. Right. I'm trying to really branch out and work on collaborating, uh, not trying, I'm actively doing. And it's just so cool because I don't think people realize how much there is around here to support wellness and to connect with others, you know? No, you're absolutely so I really right. I love that you do that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the, the biggest thing that I've taken away from all of this too is just being a part of a community. So I was in LA, I worked on a cruise ship, I lived in Manhattan, and you're constantly like looking for that source of being able to say hi to your neighbors. Or yesterday, it was so funny because I work at Lululemon here in that at our local store in Lancaster. And it was just really funny because I had run into market yesterday. And this woman said to me, Oh, you're the Lululemon lady. It's cool, isn't it? And then I, I was at Wegmans every, I think it was last summer. Every time I would go into Wegmans, someone would stop me and they'd be like, oh, you're a yoga teacher. I took your yoga class. And I'm like, okay. Cause I was teaching at that point all over and um, it's cool. Very cool. So Jessica, tell me, did you grow up here in Lancaster? No, I grew up in right outside of Philly in Upper Darby. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So I moved here when I was 14 um, and it was a huge culture shock going from an elementary school that had, I think they said 52 different nationalities, um, just of students there. And they had, I remember in the lobby, flags everywhere, of every nationality of kids that came. And I came here and it was just, you know, the diver- I went to Solanco and the diversity there, it's just nothing that I've ever seen before. So big culture shock when I came here, but I remember just thinking at that age, I was riding the bus and I was thinking, I hope that everybody realizes how lucky they are to be in such a beautiful area to live. You Mm -hmm. know, it's gorgeous. You look out your window and you see so much gorgeous farmland and nature and you don't get that everywhere in the world, you know? No. Um, So I love it here. Uh, And then I moved into Lancaster um, about 10 years ago. I was been in Conestoga and like little areas around Lancaster. So we bought a house here in Lancaster 
about three years ago, right near Manor Shopping Center. So mm -hmm. a little bit on the outskirts, which is perfect for my boys because they have a nice, nice little yard. And yes, to play in. <laughs> I don't have to worry about them on the street running up and down. There's no crazy traffic. And um, it's really, it's perfect because I can get anywhere I need to be within 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then also um, you still have that great neighborhood vibe and the kids, they can just play. So yeah. Oh, sure. And then being involved with the studio, the West End Yoga Studio being downtown, I'm sure it makes for a lot of community happenings in the sense that, you know, feeling like you're a part of it, your home is very close, your studio is really close. You probably do you go to local stores and stuff quite often and everyone knows exactly who you are. Yeah, it's awesome because um, since I've reopen the studio um one of my goals was to just help get the name back out there and help get you know recognition back here in the community because the studio did close for quite a while um when covid started mm -hmm. uh, so since then i've developed this program called poses with purpose where once a month we'll pick a nonprofit here in lancaster that's local and then work closely with them to offer a class just for donations to support them. Um, and then I've been looping in with other local businesses too. So we can help promote their business. And, you know, I'm a big believer that collaboration is exponential growth for everybody. So. Sure. Absolutely. And that, like we were just saying is exactly why I started this in the first place, even even just to meet and be energized and inspired and and just intrigued with other people's lifestyles and what they're doing. So I think what I, I really loved about our meet cute, if you want to say, is that it was just on social media because I had taken class, um, a couple classes via Zoom as we're taking them sometimes now. So what had that journey been like as far as where you were at, the plans you had as a business owner for the year, and then this news coming in the beginning of March, making those choices, you know, take us through the entire gamut of, of pandemic and how it affected you. Yeah. Um, I was practicing at West End and got my yoga teacher training through West End and fell in love with the studio. Uh, and I was teaching yoga all over Lancaster and also a community health director and membership director for our YMCA association. And the way I view leadership and the way I view my work is it's not work. I'm there to support and help others. Mm -hmm. um, and I love to feel needed. I love being there to help others be their best self. That's why I became a yoga instructor. And since I've been working for the YMCA association, I honestly haven't worked a day ever. You know, it's just being there and helping. And um, when COVID came and we were forced to close, I went through this painful, like purpose, you know, depression. And I'm like, what's my purpose? And I'm literally laying on my couch. And instead of having 64 instructors needing me or, um, you know, going and checking on things to make sure everything's just right for them or getting with members and being there and teaching yoga and suddenly I didn't have purpose outside my home mm -hmm. and I was devastated. Um, so I started volunteering at Meals on Wheels and eventually I was able to get back into the why. I remember, I'll never forget it. I was literally sitting there in the bathroom. I was going to the bathroom and I was checking my email like most of us do, but never admit, right? <laughs> but uh, 
I got an email from Jonina saying that the studio was closing. And I quickly responded, I'm so sorry. And I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, if I felt that bad, mm -hmm. how many other people feel just as bad or more from the yoga studio? And there's no saving it at this point. The decision had been made. You know, there's right. no, hey guys, maybe it'll close. At that point, I didn't even have the ability to feel sad. I had already been completely maxed out. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what? Maybe I can buy it. Maybe I can keep it open. I didn't even ask my husband. <laughs> I just quick sent the email back saying, hey, would you sell it? And um, the discussion came up and, you know, she just said, look, like we can't afford a studio manager. You know, I, I can't manage the studio right now. We can't afford it. It has to close. If you want to buy it, you can. And I told my husband and took money out of 401k and, and bought the studio knowing that I would run it without getting paid um, mm -hmm. and get it through this for everybody. Um, and ever since then, it's just, again, it hasn't been worth. It's just been out of love. Um, so immediately, as soon as everything was done and the papers were signed, I quickly built the schedule back up and got the studio open and just started chucking away at, you know, getting the train back on the tracks and going and lots of things from there. Sure. Um, but it's been a blessing. Um, and I offer immense gratitude to the teachers and to the community here at the studio for allowing me to, to lead them and to, you know, make decisions and run the studio. I don't like to call it my studio. Yeah. I always put our studio because that's okay. the way I see it. Yeah. And it's about a, a, how big is your team? How many teachers do you have? So I think we have anywhere at any given point between 10 to 20 teachers. Okay. There's some that um, take breaks. There's some that we're teaching before but aren't ready yet to return. Makes sense. And we have some that just teach virtual um, plus we had to close again because of the governor's orders and things. So that switches it up. Right. But it, it's literally anywhere between 10 and 30 individuals that are tied to the studio. Um, so that's beautiful, you know, knowing that this is a place that I always want them, even if they're not actively teaching right now, when they're comfortable coming back into the studio, they always have a home here. Mm -hmm. It's always their studio too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then for your journey, so you said that you got your certification at West End Yoga. So how has that been, you know, walking into this place knowing that, yes, it's our, but knowing that you own it now and you're like, gosh, I just remember like being here, like, am I going to be able to get this certification? <laughs> am I going to remember all this? Or oh were, were you always super confident? Had you practiced for a long time before going in for to get your certification? Yeah. Yeah. I've been practicing for almost nine years now. Yeah. And I remember about two years into my practice, the changes that it made in my life. Um, I'm a natural, like born leader. I've been leading teams since mm -hmm. I was in my twenties, early, early twenties. And I don't even think I could not accidentally just dive into leading a group if I was, you know, entered into one. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, you know, I went and I, I, my husband went to paramedic school when we had a newborn at home. So mm. he's working full time, third shift. He's in paramedic school and I'm home with, you know, a newborn. And I remember 
like a year into it saying to him, bro, it's my turn when you're done. I'm going to yoga school. And he was supporting me all the way. So, so sweet. I remember a really cool story. And I was sitting in here one morning. It was my first class in this yoga studio. And I had a key to the studio because it was so early. You mm-hmm. know, nobody would teach that class. Nobody was even coming to that class. So it was like, yeah, just, just take it. And I took a picture of the studio and sent it to my family and said, look, guys, look, I have a key, you know, I'm, I'm teaching here. And I was so proud of myself. And I remember I was um, perusing through like my photos and it mm-hmm. came up as a memory. Aww. And I'm like, wow, I'm, now I own the studio. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't like that word own, but it's like, wow. You You're know? just looking at that accomplishment. And that, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's it's beautiful that you speak of it as our, but it, it is big when you look back on stuff and you think, like, I cannot wait till the beginning of May and I look back on how many episodes I've had, how many people I've met, um, wh- how the sound has changed. You know, you just look at it and you're, you you can be proud of yourself. There's nothing vain yep. about that. I think it's just this moment where you think, gosh, there are moments when I didn't think this was going to be possible. And now, like, look at it. It's it's a nice moment to, to feel that satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool when I saw that that pop-up come in my notifications, like, you know, with your memories or whatever. And I was like, whoa, I, like, I didn't even recognize that, you know? And it, I remember that feeling and I just felt like this, you know, young little yoga teacher and just so proud of myself and you know what I mean? And then now it's like, when I saw it, it's like, wow, yeah. Like we're really doing it. So do you have exciting, I mean, now we've just opened up again. We're just getting steady. We're just trying to, survive all these different waves of this virus and all the effects it has but do you have like big plans that you know that you maybe want to have um coming up as far as the studio and ways that you want to invite new maybe either new teachers or new ideas or is there any different types of yoga that you're excited to maybe open up to the public coming up I think I'm, I'm really excited in the future to continue to collaborate locally Mm -hmm. here. That's something that excites me a lot. So next month, um, we're doing a yoga class for the common wheel. We're doing it in their queen shop. We'll be selling, um, virtual sessions as well. And the whole theme is for cyclists, you know? Oh, yeah. When we were at the common wheel and I was learning about their story, I, I took a moment and I just, you know, I told them I respected and just commended them for everything that they do for our city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're a bicyclist, you now have a safe way to travel around the city. Right. And that is the thing. Those are the things that I'm most excited about is helping others be their best self. So whether it's another business and collaborating with them to help them succeed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also bringing more wellness options here to the studio. So I just collaborated with uh, a local business called Rooted Lancaster. And they are licensed um, counselors, therapists, and uh, we're bringing their connection circle here virtually into the studio. Because, you know, wellness is not just go get a good workout in. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to it. Um, And that's the reason why I love the studio is because it's diverse. It recognizes that what serves one person to be their best may not serve the other. And it respects and honors that. 
So continuing to offer a, a, a diverse number of options for, you know, navigating what you and your higher self needs. Mm-hmm. Um, that excites me too. Yeah. So I, I, we're playing with a lot of little ideas and big ideas. Um, but I have a tendency to dive in first and then, you know what I mean? So more to come, but just very excited to continue to keep that diversity level up here. Yeah. And I am, I'm all about jumping off the cliff and figuring out if I'm going to land on my, (laughs) on my belly or my back. So I, I totally understand that. I think some things we can be so proactive with the planning or so proactive with some type of bullet point. But I think when it comes down to going for something and just just saying like I can yes helping others out I I definitely feel you on that regard and it seems like from childhood to now that you're still in this grand scheme of like let's really bring the community together in diversity and not everyone looks the same or thinks the same or is is involved in the same way or has the same attitude about getting into practice every day. So that that's really beautiful to be able to speak to everyone so everyone can feel welcome, that there's nothing wrong with the path that they're on or where they're at today. I say that a lot with my own clients, like no need to check yourself, you know, check out anyone else's mat, like just stay focused on you. This is why you're here today. You showed up has nothing to do with anyone else that's not going to serve you. What's going to serve you is you focusing on you and how you can improve today or just noticing where you're at today. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I I loved getting back into class with West End Yoga, just taking a few virtual classes just to get out of my own teacher mentality and be able to like be a student again. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all crave that. I think one of the biggest things that I've craved is just getting back into a, a hot room, into a different space that's not my own living room. Oh, yeah. There's definitely power that comes from the energy and the space that you're in. Mm-hmm. And we can try to create that with music. We can try to create that with our homes, with, um, you know, maybe lighting a candle or playing music, taking a virtual class. But I know that people are earning to feel that collective energy that comes from being in a similar space. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come back uh, as people, I respect everybody's viewpoints on, you know, safety and what they're comfortable with in being in the same space for others. Um, but I can already tell people really want to be around other people again, just mm-hmm. to get that unique that unique connection. And I think it's super, a positive thing. I always try to look at the positive that we learned from this is, you know, we kind of took for granted that we could go and we could sit in a busy bar and just be in the energy of the space or take a yoga class where the room is full and you hear everybody breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's going to look different and everybody is going to come back at their own pace, Um, but it will come. Yeah. We offer pod classes where if, you know, you're not comfortable increasing your contact with others, but you do have a few people in your bubble, you can set up a yoga class just for you and them um, with three people, you know, and then you get that reoccurring and no, you're not increasing your contact, um, but it still gets you in the energy in the space. One thing I've really tried to add to the studio is a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. It already had a lot of plants before, but I do believe that we need nature now. 
We've been in our homes. Yep. It's been winter and just continuing to make it a place of um, where you kind of feel the energy. You know, there's not a lot of bright colors. There's not a lot of crazy deco. And that just gives you space to create the energy that you need in here. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever speaks to you. Exactly. And and you're right about about the lighting, about the energy of others and all those things too. I definitely found me as a dance background, as a musical theater background, as someone who constantly has mirrors. In the beginning of me practicing yoga, I guess that was probably in my early 20s. So maybe, maybe it was even, yeah, probably my early 20s. So about 10 years ago. Okay. And just getting in this in this realm of trying to figure out how do I let myself go? How do I not judge what I'm doing? How, how do I like fixate on the inside to now where I find I take a class even with a group of people and a majority of the class, my eyes will be closed. Yes, <laughs> like I'll find yes, so I many. Too. Yeah, I just yeah, find I so know. many moments and like this feeling of not only did I feel that serenity short, it just took me a long time to get to where I'm at now. And we all, that's what I say, like it's always a practice. You may step off your mat for three months and come back on and get, you can get really frustrated that you can't hold your balance in dancer pose or tree pose or like in eagle and all these things that you had knocked down, but it's not serving you to get angry at yourself. You're just not there again. You need to practice once more. That's the whole purpose of it. So knowing that, Knowing that like you kind of see your own personal journey of the yogi you were and the yogi you've become and how how you can create that environment. Yeah. And that's always changing. I feel like, you know, we step on our mat different every day. If you take a long break from your yoga practice, yeah, it's going to be a little different when you step back on, but you're still going to see some other part of you you know, that maybe you wouldn't have seen months and months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have mirrors in the studio. Um, you know, when I started my yoga practice, my first, first time ever on a mat in a class, there were mirrors everywhere yeah. and it served me then mm -hmm. because it helped me to, you know, deal with looking in the mirror and that judgment, but then also to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. That's what I needed. Um, you know, and your yoga practice is going to change over time. What you get out of it is going to change over time. I think the biggest thing is to just continue to come and listen. Yes. I think some people try to rush progress. Well, yoga isn't about progress. It's just about coming and listening. Um, yeah, you get the progress. It's fun, right? Yeah. But it's, it's crazy the things that happen over time that you wouldn't even imagine or expect. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And what now give me a bit, little bit more of a backstory of you and how you're connected to the YMCA and how that all comes into play now, now that you have a couple different hats that you're wearing. Yeah, I was teaching yoga for the Y and then they had an open position pop up for um, healthy living director over here at the city center Y. And I figured I'd go for it. My last role I was leading uh, managing warehouse mm -hmm. and I had a team of over a hundred people and high energy, high pressure. And my goal is to bring out the best in the people around me that I'm leading. Uh, and I would try and work hard for that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, my job was to hit goals right. and to hit numbers that didn't have to do with helping others. So every day I would go in there and I would 
honestly do my best to listen and really give my attention to my team as individual people and as groups and pour love into it. Mm -hmm. But I found it really exhausting um, because I also had to drive these numbers. So it's almost kind of like you're bumping heads with what your passion is and what your goal is. So I'm really driven here and I'm fulfilled here. And then they hit. So I started at the Y and then what I realized was every moment that I was there, I was helping someone be their best self, whether it meant cleaning up something. I knew that the next day someone would go there, they would see a clean, you know what I mean? Treadmill and they would be really happy and feel good about being on it. Or whether it meant sitting and listening to someone tell me a story about what they're going through or a success, um, or even just being that smiling face. Yes. I know that I was helping them be their best selves. And that is incredible. You know, I think we all, everybody has this divine light in them and I just want everybody to feel it. You know, that's why I started teaching yoga. Um, And that's what I offer here to my teachers at the yoga studio and to students is just complete growth and complete support and respect for where everybody is. Yeah, that's beautifully, beautifully said. Absolutely. And where are all, so what are all the classes that you're teaching currently? And yeah, what are your, what are your specific classes that you teach? Which ones are your favorite So it's funny because before I purchased the studio, I was teaching a strength and burn class at Studio Spin around the corner. (laughs) Love. (laughs) I'm still teaching that. Great. Um, because it's fun, you know. I love and- a good burn every once in a while. Some of my clients, I, I mean, I, I, core power doesn't really fall under the umbrella. I love core power, but truly it doesn't fall under the real umbrella of like Sanskrit and, and why yoga was created, some of them. But the classes are fun. And if that breaks up your yoga practice by doing something with weights or high energy or a little bit yeah. more, a little bit more cardio, and that drives you to get on your mat and like really zen out the days that you do step on your mat to do a full yoga practice, then more power to you. Like go for the burn. (laughs) Yeah. So when I, when I teach over there, I love teaching. I love supporting studio spin. Um, you know, I get to be sexy and maybe curse a little bit and just get silly and we (laughs) laugh and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I teach that once a week. Uh, I love to teach in the mornings because it fits my schedule. So I do morning movement um, here at West End mm-hmm. twice a week. Uh, and that class, I just really focus about listening and feeling good in yes. your body so that when you start your day, you can just walk into it. And not only do you, your muscles and your body and your posture feel good and ready, your mind gets a moment to just rest, collect, and then amp up. I don't even want to say the positive energy. I just want to say collectively come back together, feel grounded so Mm -hmm. that the rest of your day can, you know, you can, you know, make it what you need to make it. Um, So I love teaching that class in the mornings. Um, That also is offered virtually. And I'll tell you something, there's nothing better than rolling out of bed in your pajamas, lighting a candle and doing a virtual class because it's better than that 15 minutes of extra sleep. You know, you get up. You're so right. Yeah. And then I go wake the kids up and I'm singing and 
the body's fluid, you know. (laughs) She's ready for her day. Yeah, that was the class that I got to take with you and I got so nervous. I was like, oh gosh, the dog's going to try to get out and be disruptive and Heck, you and I ended up starting the class 15 minutes earlier than it was even scheduled to start. Oh my gosh, it's because my schedule is all over the place. Yeah. So that's one thing is anybody will tell you they're like, Jesse needs like just an assistant or something to tell her what to do and when to do it. I should use my Google assistant, right? Yes, Google, tell me when I need to do this. <laughs> Y'all, you are going to love this product that I'm about to tell you about. Are you ready? This product that I have been using over the past two, three weeks has literally changed my yoga practice. It is the Tree Active Yoga Mat Spray. This is absolutely incredible. It has not only tea tree oil, but it has eucalyptus oil and peppermint oil and witch hazel in the product. Non-GMO, US made, cruelty free, paraben free, vegan. It's also palm oil free for any of those who are allergic to palm oil. Something that I learned from the brand is that the eucalyptus essential oil not only gives you a natural cooling and soothing effect, but it also has a potent cleanser in it. I know right now with COVID and trying to keep everything clean, we're using so much antibacterial and we also want to make sure we're keeping things clean, but not overly potent that I'm smelling my mat and it smells like rubbing alcohol. So if you want to get this product absolutely free, no bells and whistles, it is super, super simple. You are going to head on over to their Instagram handle, experience.tgt, and you're going to slide into their DMs and tell them that you want the free yoga mat spray. The only way you're going to get it for free, though, is if you use my code word LUXURY. That's all caps, L-U-X-U-R-Y. You're going to love it. My clients are loving it. They're loving the fact that I provide it for our classes after our sweaty, sweaty sessions. It is going to change your practice, and it also works on all different types of gym equipment. So I know some people aren't into the yoga that do listen to the show. This is going to work for your weights, for your bench press bar, for all that stuff. So go ahead and jump on over to atexperience.tgt to get your free yoga mat spray. And don't forget to use my special code, LUXURY. Over the summer, I contacted Eastside Market and asked them if I could teach their community outdoor class. Oh, nice. Because that was one of my favorite classes to take. Mm-hmm. And I just bit the bullet and I was like, let me ask them if I can teach it. Yeah. Well, they told me, no, they said, yeah, go for it. You'll be our teacher this year. And then they told me, they emailed me and said they're not running Eastside Market because of COVID. Right. So every Sunday I would go there and just teach for free. Wow. Uh, you know, you want to make a donation, great, but... Um, I don't care. We're just getting out of the house near others and in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. So I teach that same community flow class. I just brought it to the studio and folks can sign up or come in and do it virtually or, you know, right here. And, you know, I think that's important because some people may have some financial constraints. Yes. Um, and I really don't want that to stop people from you know, their practice. It shouldn't. That one's a really big one. I found that with a lot of other theater friends or anyone I knew that dove a little bit more into instructing once pandemic hit. And I was like, you have to ask for what you're worth. But 
if you can also offer something for those people who have those constraints, who have those that financial constraint and they can't afford to take a $25 class every class or, or whatever your classes are typically, or they can't afford to have a private instructor because that's obviously way more expensive, but you can offer at least once a week for them to show up with a yep. donation, I think really speaks volumes on I just I just I I commend you on that you know truly I that's something that I'm trying to incorporate back in as well is just doing something where I can feel like hey I can give back and right now it's the podcast but how can how, looking for those ways of like how can I give you something that's going to and drive I love you. the term that you used you know know what you're worth you know receive your value and be okay with that and as I started you know leading the studio I would read, you know, some articles about it, but I, the same thing that kept repeating itself was that it's so common for yoga studio owners, they want to give, they want to give, they want to give, and it's difficult to run the business. Um, but I have a bachelor's degree in business management oh, and great. I was a retail business manager for um, 10 years Okay. and then went into warehouse management. Um, so that part of things I get, you know, I know what part you can give on mm -hmm. where you can bend, but then the other piece, you know, you have this business and same with your podcast, right? You have, you want to give, you want to be there for everybody, but I always love to default on the idea that I can't give to anybody mm -hmm. if I don't have a building. Yes, absolutely. Then it's not going to serve a soul. Um, but you'd be surprised, I think, at how many yoga instructors um, volunteer their time here at the studio to support it. Mm -hmm. We have a Patreon account for the studio where many students have donated just to help keep it open. Um, I haven't paid myself a dime since the studio opened. Uh, and then also just the understanding everybody has is to, it's crazy. And I'm constantly blown away. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never been able to ask for help easily <laughs> sure. in my life. Yep. And going through this process and seeing how kind people are, mm -hmm. it just blows my mind. Like even that is just a huge life changer for me. Yeah. And I think like you said, how many times I'm sure if this has happened or not, but how many times did people show up to your free community class and then bring a friend the next week and then sign up for like one of your other classes? You, you sometimes when you give a what do you say like sometimes when you give a little taste someone wants to buy the whole plate you know or, or whatever oh, it is yeah, like sampling yeah. like when you're sampling at the door at an ice cream st store you know you give out a couple samples it's going to bring people in uh, not everyone that samples is going to come in but at least people were trying your product at least people are talking about it at least they're bringing friends so you're you're getting involved in the community you're helping wellness you're helping people become better selves but you're still helping the business as well, yeah. giving out those yep. free classes. And our YouTube, our YouTube channel has tons of free classes. Oh, and love someone that. asked me the other day, they're like, wait a second, you have, you have all these class? free classes online. <laughs> How's that playing into it? And I'm like, you know, it just does. It gives people a chance to connect again. And we're not all about that strict, we're offering what you take and you're offering the energy back. Um, but it's there. And, you know, yeah. I just hope people take advantage of it. And I also do strongly believe that money is nothing more than energy. Hmm. So when you try to hold on tightly or you fear that you're going to run out, that becomes another blockage. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas when you let it flow, you offer it to other nonprofits. You know, last um, month we made a, you know, a donation to the YW. Oh, we're making our donation this month to the YWCA. So last month it was Meals on Wheels. Okay. And, you know, I paid for the video and I paid for the instructor and I did all the social media marketing. But then we were able to make this huge donation to Meals on Wheels and huge meaning for where we're at now. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll make more and we'll do better and continue. But as I'm writing the check, I was just so proud, you know, and I feel like that energy cycle in a community is huge, you know? So I love, I want to help continue that round. Right. Yes. And, and you're so right. Like you won't have a community to walk outside to if you don't every once in a while get takeout from Zootropolis. If you don't every once in a while, like like go, go to um, John Jeffries and like pick something up, you know, you won't, if you go into like local shops and just buy a couple cards at like a local, the local store, all, all these things, if you're not. Yes, I agree. You can always get stuff for cheaper. Do I love a good deal? Absolutely. Do do I cook my meals most of the time so I don't have to buy takeout? Yes. So I can afford other things. But you have to realize like that is the cycle. That is what a community is. So if you just are stingy with all your money, you will walk outside and there will be nothing for you to go do ever. So you have to give to get. And like you, I love that you said it's energy because it really it is. is. It really is. You know, it's paper. It's important. We need it to survive, but it is energy. Mm-hmm. And when we hold on to it or we fear it, you know, it doesn't set a good tone for it, you know? And I do believe that the energy you put out is what will come back. Um, you know, and I see it around here. I recently reached out to Nicole Taylor at her boutique. Yeah. And we're going to do a fun photo shoot here in the studio. Love that. Um, I just admire her photographer's work and all her social marketing skills and just took that leap and just said, Hey, I don't know you, but I think what you do is amazing and you're a great local business. Mm-hmm. You know, can we be a part of something so I can help you and you can help, you know, get some more awareness about the studio? Yeah. Um, even Rachel's Crepery right next door. They right. have a smoothie named the West End Yoga Studio Smoothie. And it's I like, love that. it's just super cool. I think that the, and that's really like that is that is all the community that you need. It's just like constantly being there for others and and finding cute little blurbs because then people are like, oh, well, why did you name it that? And they're like, well, look right to your left. Like that's, the, you know, that's it right there. It's right next to us. Turn your head and go take a yoga class. And that that is what it is. It's like that's why we go to the Central Market. All these places have like their little spaces, but it's not their only place where they sell most of their items. It's just um, – it's just their like top t- top few or top 10 things that they can sell there to bring you to their other spaces. And like Mean Cup even, you can grab a cup of coffee in there. Yes, does it cost you $5 oh, yeah. and you can make one at home for free? Sure. But like going and buying that there helps support not only their business there, but their actual location on Harrisburg Pike. And Mean Cup was a part of our Poses with Purpose a few months ago. They okay. made a donation for a raffle for us. So, you know, it's it's just so cool to see how everybody loves to be connected. Mm-hmm. Um, with the teachers here, I kind of try to do the same supportive piece. You know, most yoga teachers uh, want to continue to teach in lots of different spaces. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's a part of their growth. It's a part of what makes them happy. So mm -hmm. one thing I always tell them is let me know how I can support your business as an instructor. Yeah. We'll put your website on our page. We'll put more information on how they can access you on our page because I'm not trying to hog your talent. You know sure. what I mean? I want to help promote it yes. and help you grow. And I mean, I had a boss a long time ago look at us one time and say, if you stop working here to go to another job that pays you more, makes you happier, where you can grow, then I've done my job right. Good. Yeah. And I was like, the first thought was like, oh, you're crazy, you know? And then it hit me that, you know, our goal is to help everybody grow and be their best. Sure. That doesn't end here. You know, that's not healthy. Um, so I value everybody's time in the studio and their interests and their personal needs too are really important to me. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I've always loved about even the Lululemon brand too. I'd worked with them so, so smallly. Like I just worked with them minorly during seasonal holidays because I was like, great way to, you know, get some discounts on clothes that I literally wear all the time. And and also I, they, 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 what they stand for. And I had some, I had friends that worked there and I was like, it's not going to feel like work as you said. And that's the best thing, right? So knowing, going back through and getting like re-educated and going through the hiring process all over again, you you realize like all of these retail, and as you said, you were in retail yourself, but you realize that all these retail brands, they, they are corporations. So they have like people that decide like how we teach this. And, you know, you have this massive employee handbook that's just like hundreds of pages. And you never read it. Right? <laughs> but like, but the pillars that they have you stand on. And I think what's something so beautiful that we do, that we practice, that's a pretty well-known thing in the public as well is every day we come in and, and as a leader, my, as a leader of our team as well, when our educators come in, when our, when our sales associates come in, we constantly ask them, like, do you have anything to clear today? Is there anything going on? Whether it's positive, do you have something you want to celebrate? Is there something negative going on? And we can talk through that for a good couple of minutes. And if you're not in a good place today, you had a space to let that out. Let's talk it through ask for what you need and then we can go out to the floor like ready and prepared as a new human and and I think that that's something that we are learning as as a whole as a country like that that's just something that we need to focus on a little bit more we need to be open and receptive and 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 just find that time for a clearing so we can show up for everyone else it's amazing I did not know that that they did that before work yeah um I, I was reading the other day about uh, reading a leadership book, right? Because mm -hmm. I do that in my spare time. Which is which is small, <laughs> but you're nerd, still working. I, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a nerd, but I do love it. And um, it was a chapter on listening. Mm -hmm. And it said, you know, listening is important. Great. But people don't need to feel heard. And that's the first time I've ever heard that statement. Sure. And they said, people want to feel known mm -hmm. they want to feel understood for who they are so you can listen you can actively listen mm -hmm. you can reflect you can do all these things do you really know the person do you see where they're coming from um and i think that that's beautiful because you really just take a moment to take in all their energy take in their feelings take in their thoughts what they're showing you yeah and not judge it 
right. know, just be there and know that, you know, they're, they're a human, they're a drop of this, you know, external power, the universe, but you know, it, it feels so good to have someone else listen and not only hear, but understand, Yeah. You know? And, so creating and, space for that is something that is priority um, for me with, you know, I would love to say every interaction that I have with a team, obviously, you know, we're always working on that, but just giving space for people to be themselves and not judge it. Yeah. And, and some people have worked really hard on being vulnerable and they've excelled in that. Um, I feel you're one of those people. I definitely am one of those people. It took me all of my acting courses. It took me all of personal life <laughs> experience. It took me all of that to be able to get there. I was just always a very showy person. And when I really peeled back all the layers of the onion and just like was able to be authentic and like real, that's when I excelled. So I think a lot of people are afraid of that vulnerability, but creating that space constantly for them to be able to be vulnerable, I think is like yep. a huge thing to, to focus on. And yep. you might be the only person that they're sharing that stuff with because they don't know you just enough, but they, they feel welcome for their thought to be present in that space. And what, and one last thing is just, it's, it's very interesting to see people light up when they know they are heard Oh gosh. It feels so good. Yeah. It just feels amazing to connect with somebody and know that they see that and there's something that changes in the way that they speak or that they look. And I think the best part of it is that I see some kind of ease mm -hmm. and some kind of increase of energy and it just, it just feels amazing. Yes. You know, and I'd rather have it and I'd rather have a an interesting in-depth conversation with any human than, than just surface level BS. And I'll be honest to say it like that. Like surface level is great and fun, but like who can you really just be open and honest with? And I'd much rather scurry off somewhere and have deep conversations with like three different people at a gathering yeah. than be the center of attention the entire night. And I, I always find that super interesting. It tells a lot about people when you when you have those deep conversations with them and you're able to feel like you can talk about something more than just basic things. And sometimes it's not even, it doesn't turn into a deep conversation. Like you brought up a great point, um, you know, being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Some people don't want to be vulnerable. Right. And I really love to respect that too, you know, and it makes me curious, you know, what you got going on back yeah. there. But <laughs> for real, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> exactly. But that's okay. I respect that. And I still just send love, you know, and they always know, I, I want everybody to know that they always have a safe place. Mm -hmm. um, a funny thing, I just changed offices okay. and I put water and snacks in my office. And I was like, Hey, you just tell everybody that nobody goes hungry around here. Somebody needs a <laughs> snack. And it's always in here. And they just look at me and roll their eyes. And I'm thinking, no, this is seriously authentic. Yeah. Like for real, I know what it's like to have a couple people on a team that, you know, they didn't bring food. They don't have that extra couple bucks, you know, mm -hmm. and that's that you brought up being authentic, yes. you know, it's, Sometimes you have to really work hard for people to understand that you are being authentic, sure. you know? Yes. And that's where that vulnerability and not being afraid to show mistakes or 
show areas where you are just not good. You know, that's where that comes in point, you know, so. Yeah, but you're you're right. And you, you have to show it's like I think a lot of people had said in the past that didn't know me directly but knew me through social media would just say like, oh, you know, you just seem like you're happy all the time. And I was like, if you really look through my stuff, if you are following me on a daily basis, like I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm not always put together. I'm not – I'm not always laughing. I'm I'm giving you tea in so many different ways and that and that is the, showing that and was me being open about showing like the flaws and the negatives versus the positives and the happy and the successes like that makes you human to these other people that makes you, you know, not a god cuz we're not. I have just as many if not way more failures than successes yeah and those are more interesting because it's more relatable and then we can have these authentic conversations through this platform because I'm not I'm not a massive fan of of Twitter or Facebook I think with Twitter it's just, it's this thing about like being able to say a certain amount of like you're be you're able to say a full statement in less than 150 characters. I, I oh think boy. there's something wrong with that. I don't know what it is, but it just seems you're like that. Limiting the, it. Yeah, it shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to do that. And then, and then Facebook has just kind of turned into this massive craze. And I I love. I, I'm a very visual person, so I love incorporating a visual along with something that someone's saying I love all the IGTVs that are out on Instagram mm -hmm. as well I love the live I love all the private messages you can have with someone that maybe you're not quite comfortable giving your phone number to but you can have all these authentic conversations with them yeah that's one thing with the studio that I didn't even know would really come up is the amount of private conversations with students that oh, yeah. I would be allowed to have that they would allow me to have. Yeah. Um, and that's been really cool because one of the biggest things that I wanted to focus my, you know, my first business goal mm -hmm. was to build trust. Yeah. Um, you know, this studio has an amazing reputation and I didn't want to come in and change anything. I didn't, you know, I wanted to maintain that deep sense of safety and love that is in here. And I knew that I would need to build trust. Exactly. So it's been really cool just learning different students' stories um, and having them reach out and ask questions. And that one-on-one, -on -one, just real active listening, that's baloney, real heart listening. Yes. You know, that has been so cool. Uh, and I'm just blown away, you know, with how much trust people are able to give and feel open and allowed to to share, yeah. you know, and then even with teachers, um, you know, you talked about being your authentic self and being okay to make mistakes and mm -hmm. we're not always happy all the time, <laughs> but as a leader, you do need to set the tone. Mm -hmm. So I always try not try the tone is to stay positive and to know the studio is going to succeed. Yes. Um, I, I will not let the studio close, you know, it won't. And it's not just me that won't let it close. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. But the teachers know when I'm run down mm -hmm. and when I'm feeling like I need a break. And I'm not afraid to show that either. Like there's been a few that I've just reached out to and I just say, wow, I just, I just need some support. And then they share, you know, just some kind words and they know I'm human too. Yeah. Like that takes a lot of confidence to say one, hey, it's not going to close down and I'm going to put this energy out there and it won't. But it mm -hmm. also takes a lot of confidence to admit 
hey, I, I need a 10. And the, and you, you're shocked, right? Like they were all like, oh, how can I help? How can I, you know, yes. it's so great. And you're like, oh, I feel so supported. And people yeah. that you support all the time on a daily basis, when they support you back, you're like, yes, this is what it's all about. Like, yeah, it, it just, it amazes me, amazes me. You know, I, I mean, I do work a full-time job. I did invest and put, you know, my money into the studio, right. um, families, and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I don't really care about that, but you know, when you're, you're managing so much and you're wearing so many hats mm-hmm. and someone asked me the other day, do you ever sleep? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I do, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it does wear sure. and it is a lot. Um, and I think a lot of it is just the way that the thoughts that you allow your attention to go to. Mm-hmm the energy you allow your attention to be drawn to plays a lot into it. And then when you do need that moment to just let things go and step back for a moment, you know, take it. Exactly. So you may have seen me recently post about these Ray wellness drops. I'm currently using their hydration drops What I love is that they're all powders and drops and capsules that make it convenient to get whole body support whenever you need it. It's an easy way to take formulas that work with your life. So for me, for someone who's always on the go, we know that I love my coffee in the morning. I love those Nespresso pods. Sometimes I have two. And we all know that I love to end my evening with a nice glass of red wine. So for me, I'm constantly trying to find ways that I can put more hydration into my body, especially in the winter. I notice my skin is drier, my hair is drier, everything is just all around dry. So we need all the hydration we can get. With these Ray Wellness Hydration Drops, I'm getting all of that extra hydration Basically, in a nice tall glass of water, I'm getting extra water. So it works at a cellular level. So it's making me shine from the inside out. These drops and all of their products are gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO. They have no sugar added, no harmful fillers or colorants, and no artificial preservatives. I absolutely love them. If you would like to try these hydration drops or any of the other products that they have on their website, I have a link for you in the show notes. If you click that link, if you use that link, it'll take you directly to their website. You can see all of their other fabulous products that they have. Maybe something else sparks your interest, but this link specifically will give you $5 off your purchase. So try them out, check them out. I think you'll absolutely love them. And don't forget to tell me what you think by sending me a DM. And you had spoken that you took over the social media for West End Yoga too. What's that journey been like for you? Or were you always really into <laughs> were you always really into social media or has it like kind no. of really taken over? <laughs> I'm the type of person where I will not post something on social media that I think will draw too much positive attention. Okay. Because I don't want to be a poser. Gotcha. Love that. So like if I have a hot photo. I'll put it up and then quick, take it down. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, I just, I, I always, I want to be super authentic. I never want to just only post the good stuff. Sure. Um, and I remember last year thinking, Oh, I wish I had a, uh, this was like a year and a half ago thinking I want my own business. Let me see how many friends I can get on Facebook. And I got 5,000 in a few months and I was like, Oh, I can do this. And then I took over the West End yoga social media 
And it was rough, man. <laughs> I had a teacher. Oh gosh, she would text me. She would email me and just say, hey, don't do that ever again. Hey, just so you know, the, these are the things that you want to do and when and how. And it was some great feedback okay. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, and this was so like a social media. That. It was like a social media um, teacher, like a private social media or was it? No, no, oh, it was okay. a teacher at the studio. Oh, a teacher yeah, at who, the studio. Okay. Yeah, who just, she had worked a lot with the social media accounts at the studio and she um, works her other profession, like her, you know, is in marketing and communications and art. And she just gave me the rundown and was pretty blunt about it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I had to research. I had to learn everything on my own. Um, Never knew anything about WordPress. Yeah. Um, you know, everything on my own. But I like that. So it was cool, you know? And I think I finally got into a place where I have a good work-life balance with the social media. I shouldn't say that. I'm working on it, right? Sure. <laughs> I think it's going to be an always – it's always a thing. And, and, and I'm like that too. It's like you're running a business. You're trying to promote what you're working. You're trying to do that. I, I give advice on here all the time where I'm like, Put your phone across the room. Plug it in across the room. Like, yes. don't look at it before bed. Don't look at it in the morning. Do I do that every once in a while too? Yes. Like, I make the mistake. I get into a scroll frenzy, at, you know, for an hour before bed every once in a while. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I, you, you do have to run that business too. But look for ways that see what's working, see what's not working, and then don't get just don't get too much in your head about it. And I think the biggest tip I have for social media. The easiest one to do is just once a month go on YouTube and just say how to beat the January 2021 or the 2021 algorithm on Instagram and just oh, like that's a great tip. click on one or two of them, listen to what's new, listen to things that they're saying like, hey, you used to 10 was the magic hashtag number. Now it's 16 or, or just like whatever okay. it is. And just, just try to implement it. See if it works, see if it doesn't. But That's then you're not, yeah. yeah, then you're not like stuck looking at all these things. Cause there are so many tips out there, but the worst part is, is sometimes you're watching something from a year ago and whatever that was then doesn't necessarily it's work outdated. now. That's yeah. a great tip. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to actually do that. Totally. That's, That's like awesome. the, my, my favorite thing, but it's so weird. Cause I look at stuff all the time and sometimes people are like, did you pay for that one? And I'm like, no, literally like this was just one random video I had posted, sent it to like 50 of my friends and they reposted or this or that. So I had like 12, 1200 video watches and wow. then I'll post something randomly on a Sunday that's promoting some, you know, gummy that I'm really liking or some vitamin that I'm <laughs> taking currently. And then you get like 30 likes. Yeah. It has nothing to do with buying or promoting. It's just sometimes you have – you're, you've just nailed it right on the head and the content also is stuff that people share. It's interesting you bring that up too, because, um, you know, I was getting in this loop where I was behind on social media, meaning mm -hmm. I felt like I was always struggling to stay on top of it to the sure. point where I remember driving one day and I looked at the clock and it was one and I was like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't post, post my moon, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> and that's when I was like, I got to get a handle on this. Yeah. And I reached out to my teachers because something that's super important, the studio is about wellness. It's about authenticity. It's about love. Um, it's not about the business piece. Yeah. I don't want people to feel like when they're coming in here that they're coming into a business, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did reach out to the teachers and say, look, I am not 
posting the right things on Facebook or yeah. Instagram. We, I want to post things that mean something to people and not just constantly promote, promote, promote. That's not sure. authentic. Yeah. Um, and it gets so old after something. a while. It gets old as you're scrolling through. You're like, okay, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. And that's not what I want to offer the students, you know? Right. Um, it should be inspirational or it should be, you know, educational or just something that they want to see because it, it, it helps them be their best, right? Yes. So that's something I always try to stay super mindful of is making sure there's a good balance with mm-hmm. that. Um, definitely. And then I'm also surprised with how many people reach out asking me to be an influencer. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Gosh. And I remember one, one reached out. And I was looking at her clothes, the, the clothing, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is actually really nice. But then I'm like, where is it made? Yep. How much does it cost? And I just was like, I, I just, my bandwidth doesn't want this right now. It's not energy I can pour myself into, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, you definitely, and I think one of the biggest things about that is just noticing like where, where you're at. Like if someone's like, oh, there's this new protein shake and if you can promote it on your Instagram, great. All we're looking for is can you, can you try it, taste it and put a review on Amazon? Sure. I'll take a protein shake. Is it vegan? Is it, you know, is it all the, all the things that I align with? Okay, great. Oh, there's this thing that's like extra hydration. Well, let me see what's actually in the product. Yeah, I'll try that. Why not? So things like that, that align with with your your thoughts. I I'm not vegan, but I do like I use all vegan hair care products. I use all cruelty free fi- um, makeup. Um, I I'm very much like that when it comes to my shakes and stuff too. But yeah, I was just kind of I I was kind of overwhelmed with all the different things, and I'm like, does this serve me? Will my will my audience? You know, whether it's 200 people or 2,000 people, will they love it? And, and I think when you make those questions, that's when you start to realize, oh yeah, like this is a cool yoga mat spray that I use on my mat. And I think everyone should have this for free here, click this link so you can get it. Yeah. I think that because the studio is just so, um, tied to Lancaster, I don't want to bring anything like that unless it's local to the studio space, you know, um, I don't think people would like that. It's not with the reputation. And that's something else with business decisions that I look at is, you know, how will this affect or change the way people view the studio? You know what I mean? Um, So that's a big, big piece of it. So anytime I've ever, you know, reached out for that, it's always like, well, if I would do this personally on my own, that'd be different in my own personal you know, IG or Facebook. Yeah. But then when you reached me about the podcast, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. That's completely different. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, I'm so, I'm so glad we were able to connect. So go ahead and pimp yourself out in all the ways. Tell us all the places we can find you, all the social media accounts, your. Oh yeah. Yeah. So West End Yoga Studio um, is on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, our website is super cool. You know, you'll see updated schedule right there. You'll see our workshops coming up, everything there. Um, I have an article coming out in natural awakenings next month. So exciting. yeah, pick up your little copy of that. Um, an article I wrote about heart health with yoga and how yoga can help keep your heart healthy to be resilient. Love that. Yeah. Our YouTube page is always uh, adding extra content. And then a big focus is our poses, our pur- poses with purpose. So, mm-hmm. you know, every month we'll have a not for profit, non-for-profit or not-for-profit event 
going on to support our local community. So even if you're not an avid yogi, um, it's still something that you can dive into for just a little pocket of goodness for yourself that helps others, you know, mm -hmm. hence poses with purpose. So, yeah, I love all those things and I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. So everyone has a click, click, awesome. easy click to get there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much for opening up and sharing all your things. I'm so excited to get involved with you and the studio a little bit more and just keep taking classes yes. and come it's been in eventually having you in class too. <laughs> yeah. Thank so you. So much fun. And hopefully you can come into the studio when you're ready and check I'd out the space. That. I'd love that. I actually, I pass you every day on my way to Lululemon because I live right on Prince street. So uh -huh. and my, my brother lives right behind Rachel's um, okay. on yeah. Mulberry. So yeah, we're like, we're all right there. So it's kind of happens every day, but uh, all the community stuff that you're doing, all the community happenings, I can't wait for the sun to start to come out a little bit more too and just get back outside and do yeah. all that. Anybody that's interested in making yoga a part of their practice for wellness, just make sure that you give yourself some time not to judge yourself too early. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it takes some time. So can't just hop in three times and make a decision, right? You got to give it a little bit of time, but thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so lovely to connect with you too, really. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for including us in your podcast. And yeah, yeah I love you're amazing with what you do. And I thank can't you. wait to listen to more of your podcast too. So thank you. You're so sweet. I'm excited. You're one of my first people here in Lancaster to promote, but the, the goal this year is to kind of slide in different Lancaster businesses yeah. uh, before, you know, just to kind of get not only the community more involved with the podcast itself, but to just promote your advice too for anyone who doesn't live here. Well, I think you're going to have, not think, you're going to have great success with this and you're going to touch a lot of families and businesses around here too with what you're doing. Um, thank so you. thank you for that, for Lancaster and be super proud of what you're doing because it's going to take off. Yeah, it's I love to. it. It's so great. It's really fun to connect with these with people that I even know but don't know their full story. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you for your time and thanks for including me. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. Leave me your favorite episodes or possible topic ideas. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out and donate monthly. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.